are Jan's you? Why do you? Why do me? you have your finger in my face? Because I was telling you, I mean, you do the intro, but you weren't paying attention. No, I was how staring times, out the window. How many times before a podcast um, are we like not in an argument, but like in an argument? Not arguing, no, but. I'm going to blame it on the hot Arizona sun. Oh, it's just whatever. making us irritable. <laughs> <laughs> so we end up recording at like seven in the morning so we can avoid the heat. <laughs> I um, mean, recently, yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, usually once we get to September, I feel, let's, we should go back and listen to our podcast. Maybe we're more chipper uh, and juvenile. Like this. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, well, that was so good. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> well, I miss my girls. You just saw them. I know. Not that long ago. Well, and I want to go back and see them again. So. I know. I cried when I said goodbye to the oldest one. Well, I did to McKenna, too. Yeah. I but... got to see all three of them, so that was a super exciting. Yes. And uh, um, last week, we posted a reel about Carrie Michelle, my oldest daughter, um, so people got a snippet of of that part of our life and our story, but we also shared about there's there's part one and part two episodes called my crisis pregnancy, where I share more. But um, I don't think there's that many pictures of her on our twenty four seven page on Instagram. So no. you got to see her in a reel, and now you know what she looks like in real life. And there you go. There you go. But I ask you, how are you? How am I? Yeah. Everything else go okay? Yeah. Uh, season of life. Season of life. <laughs> that is all she's going to say is season of life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're, we're, I, I feel that we are always open and honest, you know, with, with everybody and, you know, we're on here and like, you know, the marriage lab and being on the road, like, it's not always easy. Like, you know, the work that we do, but it's also amazing. Like, um, you know, we, we, uh, met some new friends on the road. I won't give their name cause maybe they don't want to have their name said, but, um, while we're here in Arizona, um, that they came into the marriage lab and we met them and, and, you know, they have a great heart for ministry and serving and want to do some similar stuff on the road and like just amazing people who are an incredible blessing to us and became partners. And if you're listening, thank you again. Um, you know, and I think and so that, there's moments where we get, yeah. There's well, there's moments where we get reminded that this is like what we know we need to be doing, and the yeah. marriages need to help. Just like I, people who hear this may have already heard this because we shared it to our partners, and partners are individuals who are supporting us on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. They actually give to twenty four seven marriage on a monthly basis to help us reach more marriages. And if you want to become a partner, go to our website uh at 247marriage.org and become mm -hmm. a partner with us on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. It helps us do this work and helps you invest into other marriages, even yeah. if yours needs the investment. Yeah. Um that's how we get to do what we get to do. But anyways, we are at a laundromat doing laundry, which mm -hmm. we normally don't do. And the lady walks up to me and asks me if that's my truck in the parking lot and I can tell she's the owner. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go ahead and move it. And she's like, oh no, no, no. And then she reaches in her pocket and pulls out an envelope. And she gives it to me. She goes, I just wanted to bless you guys. And I don't know what was in it. You know, there was cash in it. Um, and she's like, I, I saw your truck. your truck. 
I saw that it said 24-7 marriage in the website. I went to the computer. I looked it up. I, I love what you're doing. I'm separated currently. And I started reading some of your stuff. I went to your Instagram and it already started like really speaking to me. And I just want to tell you, thank you. I'm like, in just a short little moment, right? Yeah. And so like, but sometimes, you know, we have those moments, but it can be tough being on the road. It can be tough, like doing the work we're doing, laying things on the line just for the sake of marriages. Yeah. And so when we say season of life, that's kind of what we mean. That's, but it's also like we get to oh, do well, this. It's also, it's also personal. Like it's just the mm, yeah. age I'm at. That's true. Um, we're, we're empty yeah, nesters. You, you ain't old, honey. You're older than I You're right behind me. That is true. And uh, so there's just a lot of physical changes and things going on that I don't need to dive into. Yeah. So pray for me is what you're saying. They should pray for me. Really? <laughs> you get to in this marriage. I get to. Come alongside. I get to come alongside. Yes. But what I wanted to say to that couple that we met in Arizona, the cool thing is sometimes when we meet couples, we're sometimes in coaching mode. And of course, they didn't need coaching, but what we were able to coach and encourage them about is what God is calling them to do. And it was so fun to just kind of be on the sidelines cheering yeah. them on and saying, sure. no, you should be doing this. Like, how can you make it happen? How yeah. can you start small? And just encouraging them. And um, it'll be so cool to, to, to watch their story unfold and see them go out on the road and uh, make that a reality yeah, for sure. and just uh maybe we'll meet up with them again one day in a campground which would be really fun yeah yeah or back in arizona so let's just not come in it, june javier seriously because no, no. i'm about losing my well, mind we're only we're only here i mean well as this podcast is is actually we're released we're oh no we're in Utah. Yeah. We don't know where we're at. Um, but but uh, I just talked to Amy from Ultimate Intimacy app, and she said it was over 100. So yeah. <laughs> it's still hot there. So they're in Utah. Um, yeah. And so we're just, you know, last week we, let's jump into that. Last week we said we were going to continue uh, on this topic. And so if you haven't listened to last week, go back and listen to it. It's a little bit of a potpourri in the beginning, but then we talked about um, what we've mentioned a couple of times is Honey, this idea. do you idea. understand the people that listen to our podcast don't know what potpourri is? Potpourri. Um, Unless you're a, over it's a, 50. It's a bag of all kinds of stuff that you Nobody's gonna know what set th out and it, you no, get all kinds of different smells you still, from You it. still didn't describe <laughs> what potpourri is. It's dried it's like, flowers It's like dried and stuff and fruits. <laughs> so and we, they're wondering why in the 80s cause, did cause we have this and why did we buy Shannon, it? <laughs> because a potpourri was like, when you say that, it's like I've just taken a bunch of stuff and put it together yeah. into one bag. And so we took a bunch of stuff and put it together into one podcast. <laughs> so it was a potpourri. It was a grab bag. Yeah, a grab bag. No, I'm just it, saying. It, I'm just saying that pe we have to be it careful. All, it all. It all led to Make talking about great again. this idea of making marriage great yes. again. And yeah, so we've taken that from anybody. So it's not. We're not taking that because. You know, of any affiliation, we're taking it because we we love the idea that we need to make marriage great again. Because we actually need to um, elevate marriage. We actually need to ensure that we are standing our ground when it comes to marriage. And how do we make those shifts? So we said we we're going to talk about like how do we make those? How do we make marriage great again? Yeah, tell us, and, Javier. And a part of this is also from um, 
in our culture and our society, how do we raise that banner of the covenant of marriages as God has ordained? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think how you do that is I think you have to be engaged. Um, I think you need to be engaged civically and socially, um, within your marriage, even as a couple. Um, there are issues that impact marriages that can impact families that you should be lining up when it comes time to vote on those things and to make your voice heard. I think there's things that we can do to make marriage great again in the sense of how you engage. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying regardless of your, your beliefs politically, what I'm saying is you have to, we should all be engaged. Absolutely. No matter what it is, like our it's call our civic duty. is to be engaged and to raise that banner and to ensure that we are standing for marriages as God has ordained. Yes. And so there's, I think another way too is like how you live your marriage, right? Um, displays to those around you the beauty, the worth, the value, the importance of marriage in our society, um, and even just within church. And so how you actually walk it out, we're not saying walk it out perfectly. We're not saying you're going to do it and everything's going to be up and to the right. Mm-mm. We're not saying you're always going to be this model, but but to walk it out in such a re- real and genuine way and to demonstrate God's love, his grace, and his mercy to the world around you displays a picture of that marriage is worth it. Why don't we start with the end in mind? So if you were to get to the end of your life and you're sitting with your spouse and all your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, what's your marriage like? What story did it tell? Who did it impact? So if, and, and then you list out all the things that you want it to be and want it to be said about you, then how are you going to get there? How do you live daily? Yeah. What are the actions? What is the intentionality? How are you serving and loving your spouse? How are you moving from all those maybe negative habits and things that you've brought into your marriage? How are you moving out of them? Yeah. Um, I, I actually was in a conversation with somebody on, on Instagram about a, she's having a struggle in marriage and she, she said to me, uh, I'm not a godly person. I don't know God. And I know that I should probably seek God, but right now I just need to fix my marriage problems and then I want to get back to that Hmm. and maybe come around to that. And I said, if I could be so blunt with you, I'm going to tell you right now that if you don't move towards God, it doesn't matter what you do, A, B, and C, whatever workshop, whatever boot camp, whatever counseling, coaching, therapy you do for your marriage, nothing will impact your marriage like seeking God first. Because God plus you is a majority and everything can change. It doesn't mean because you now have a relationship with God, your personality and your character is all of a sudden better and you're this amazing person. No, you're still the same person, but it's because of Christ that our mind can be renewed. It's because of Christ that change takes place in our marriage. It's because of his grace and love and mercy he's given us we can extend that to our spouse and we yeah. don't know that until you're in a relationship with him. So I encouraged her to seek God yep. and then seek restoration in her marriage. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really, really good point and well said, Pookie, is that that is how you make it great. Yeah. So I should have started with that. So well done. Um, 
you know, there, there is a responsibility we have on this, on the side, you know, civic and social and all that, but then also the example that we lead, but you're right. Like it's so much easier to lead that example when, you know, God is at the center, mm -hmm. right. Of your relationship. Um, and that's why we're saying it's not perfect, but what you're displaying, right. To those around you, what you're displaying to your children, right. That marriage is worth it. Marriage is worth the fight. Mm -hmm. It is worth you know, contending for mm -hmm. uh, is worth building, investing, and growing, and you don't give up, and you don't back down. Mm -mm. And and I understand again, there's issues that people have had with divorce. There's been abuse. There's been certain cir circumstances and adultery. I get these things happen. Yes, but there's still room to be able to. What do you tell your children, and what do you tell them about the worth and the beauty of marriage? That even if yours didn't work out. What can you shift? What's mm -hmm. the story you can tell now or maybe in your second marriage like mm -hmm. the, uh, of what you display? Yeah. So like it's coming back to this place to say like how does our marriage display Christ? Mm -hmm. And that means he has to be at the center if you're going to do that yeah. well, right? Well, it also brings me to my other point. To make marriage great again, we have to put our spouse first. So now we're going we're moving to the more like practical yeah. what you need to do or what yeah. you can do. Um is that our spouse comes first and that children come second. And when I say this, this is such a hot button for people because they get in the comments on our reels and our posts on social media and they get all worked up. And never once did we convey abuse or neglect. We are not talking about how we neglect our children to make our spouse first. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is if we give our children everything, what is left for your spouse? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And our job is to display to our children how marriage works, how teamwork yeah. works, how conflict resolution happens. Yep. It displays to them what marriage can be and how it is great. They learn how they're going to do marriage from the way that you do marriage. Yeah. So if you think that you having an argument every night in the kitchen and your kids aren't paying attention... Well, when they're 25 and they're arguing with their spouse the same way, now you know why. Yeah, yeah. You are their biggest yeah. role model. But we had we had a, a video on TikTok that we did on, you know, that my marriage comes first and the kids are oh, second. They lost their mind. Um, that there was, I don't know, thousands and thousands yes. of comments. And I think I got close to a million views. I don't know, something ridiculous. And... um, Yeah, that people like, no, my kids always come first and like... You well, can't tell me what to do. Your kids will be gone one day and you will be sitting across from your spouse. And that is your primary investment because you married your spouse, not, not your, your children. Yeah. And you're displaying to them the value, the importance of this relationship that sets the foundation that when your kids leave, they have that example, like you said, but also on top of that, like generationally, there's an impact that's made upon them. Yes. They come back to a healthy household when they visit. They bring their grandkids to a healthy household. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you put God first and then that was your priority. Mm -hmm. And then from that, you're invested in your wife next yeah. and your children. So you're demonstrating, like, especially you men, like you are displaying, right, to your sons and even to your daughters, like, the the how they should love their spouse or what they should expect right from if there's a daughter from a husband as a as a young boy what he should expect and how he should treat a woman like yes. you model and display all that so you can't do that well if 
you're investing all your time in the children and elevating them, and you neglect your marriage.、Mm -hmm. You're actually doing more damage to them in the long run. Yeah. So. And and、way. one of the beautiful things about、uh, that season of life, when your kids leave and they're adults and they eventually get married and start their families, is that that relation turns into a mentorship. And what a beautiful thing when your kids come back to you, or they call you, or they text you, and they're like, "Hey, mom,、uh, so I'm go we're dealing with this, or I've got this problem, or we're kind of navigating this," and they want your advice because they know that you've modeled and displayed that for、yeah. them. Yeah, there is no perfection here. I、yeah. hate that word because we are we have lived out our marriage in real time before the girls. They have seen the good, bad, and the ugly, and there have been times where. I knew that the way that I spoke to you was not right. It was not okay, and I've actually gone to the girls when they were much older. Like I'd walk in the room and I'd be like, "Hey, I know that you just heard me talk to your dad, and I was disrespectful to him. Yeah, I got heated. I let my emotions、yeah. and get I stood to behind、me. you and was like, 'That's right. That's right. You were wrong. <laughs> That's right.' And I would tell them, 'I want you to forgive mom,' and I wanted them to see that." I'm not perfect.、Yeah. I can lose my temper. I get really heated. And then they would come to me and feel sorry for me.、Oh, Said, "Dad, I'm、please. so sorry that she spoke to you that way." <laughs> It's the Irish in me. Our children have. What's、Irish、funny now is、Spanish、sometimes you'll say something to me, and they'll be like, "Mom." Like yes, defend dad. <laughs> Come to my side, girls. Do you remember that one time we were in a restaurant and Michaela literally started filming me because. It it was it was a bad moment. But I literally started crying because you accused me of not、uh, not liking to go hiking, and I was like, I can't believe that you're telling me I don't like okay, to hike. Okay, you don't like, and to you're hike, like Shannon, but you don't like、okay. to hike, and I'm like, don't label me. And I literally lost my mind. And well, Michaela was sitting there, short little hikes laughing. Me, but I meant like hiking, hiking, like hiking. Like, it wasn't that you told me I didn't like to hike. You told、right. another couple. Well, Shannon doesn't really like to hike, and I, it, I think I was more、you、embarrassed because、yeah. I did end up going on a hike,、yes. and it was fun,、nice. even. No, we luck got lost. I have the shoes to prove it. You have the shoes to prove it. Anyways, okay, so we're yeah, already、back. like, yeah, we didn't even give that many. I mean, we gave、okay, you give another one. I'm, I'm gonna give you some more in terms of like,、Go. how do you make marriage、Go. great?、Um, I think I'm gonna give you some high level, and maybe we have to do another part of this.、Um, and it's and it's a lot of things that we've talked about, right? So I think if you're gonna make marriage great, I think serving absolutely. Right, hundred、um, percent has to be at the top of like, the list. You know, again, go to a link in our bio on Instagram or our website and purchase our new course. You've been served.、Um, it's twenty four dollars. It's an it's investment、nothing. you need to make, and so serving, serving, serving,、um, and and even if you feel you are serving, serving, serving your spouse, and they are not doing anything in return, your responsibility is to honor and to serve, regardless of how the other person responds or reacts. You're responsible for you and how you engage. And if they don't, you know you have done right, you have done well, and it's exhausting and it's tiring when it's not reciprocated. I get that, I understand that,、um, but. You have to own your part and know that hey, I have loved, I have served, I have pursued, and as you do, serving can change the other person.、Uh, it、yeah. can, and so serving it softens them. Yeah, absolutely. So go get the course.、Um, another way I think is、um, the intentionality, right? To make your marriage great is not just serving. We talked about and these other pieces of making your marriage, making your you know. Putting your marriage first after God, or、mm -hmm. making it、uh, um, in the right proper order after Christ, is、um, this place of intentionality. 
And so being intentional. So put down your stinking phone you want to and, l- and lift up your head yeah. and see that your, your spouse, spouse needs help yeah. um, or that you need to engage with the kids. If you see your spouse working and doing things and you're sitting there watching a show or playing a video game, put the stinking remote down, get up and help. Yeah. And this is both men and women. I know we think it's just men who are going to be playing the games, but like, sadly say, oftentimes it's the guy. So Majority of the things that come to us is the guy. Yeah, it's, it comes down to gender roles and that men aren't helping enough. But the word intentionality feels big to people. So practically, how could you describe that word? Really no, simple. Being, inten- being intentional is simply meaning looking for the needs around you that are small needs that you can just do without being asked. So if the dishes need to be done, don't say, oh, those aren't my dishes and walk by it. If there's laundry that needs to be put away, well, it's not my laundry. Well, put it away. Put their socks away for yeah. them or help them with it. Small little things that you can that you can look and say, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do that consistently, yeah. right? And help in that area. I think that I think that a lot of people are just downright selfish, Javier. Well, yeah, no, and there's we just are. no room we for think selfishness about in marriage. For sure. But it's think about how intentional. There are so many people who go, go to work every day, and they make sure that they leave for work early enough that they can drive through and get coffee. Mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. They're like, mm-hmm. I got to get out the door so I can go drive through and get coffee on my way to work. It's but like, you couldn't get up early to help make the bed. It's something simple as that that would really bless your spouse because you did it for them today. Yeah. Or that you actually left a cup of coffee on the counter for them or helped them get the kids dressed. But you made sure you got there early because... You needed to get breakfast or you wanted to get coffee. Yeah. So you make time for the things you want to be intentional about. Ooh, say it. So. Things that are, are important to you. Yeah. And so what's important to you is who's sitting right in front of you. Yeah. Um, there's so many more. Like, um, I think one of them is you need to you need to get help early to make your marriage great. Like that means if if you are struggling with an area, don't wait three months, six months, six years, which is the average. A couple waits six years to get help in an area. Six years is the average six time years. somebody a couple deals six with something is a before long time they to get live help with, a problem. with it. And so, and we see that to be true. And so seek help early. If there's something that means maybe it's not just to counseling or coaching, but maybe it's actually like to your spouse, like talk to them about it. If you're struggling with something, invite them into it. Like that solidifies your marriage. It helps grow it, right? Um, uh, One other, and we'll wrap it up is, you know, in terms of making it great again, is like pursuing each other um sexually like that is that's a huge thing when it comes to right solidifying and building your marriage and there's that's another whole topic that maybe there has to be a part three to unpack that um but what does that what does that look like in your marriage where is that at currently how do you begin to bring change or healing in that area um because that's that's a big piece I mean, it's, it a, it's a significant piece. And, and we're not talking about intimacy is different because intimacy is, of course, something that you need to build, uh, but intimacy is not sex. And so, anyways, I know there's a lot. Oh, well, we could go I on mean, We for could hours. actually list everything of these things that make your marriage great yeah. again. Um, 
I think those are just some of the high level and ones that we were thinking about that that we believe we put them in the practice. And a lot of them are just mindset shifts as well.、Mm -hmm. But you know, we talk about serving a lot. We talk about just being intentional. I think your next podcast、um, just needs to be for men only. Maybe you. Have a guest on, <laughs> maybe Brad Valencia. I I think that you two, um, yeah, Jeff. I just think that if you guys speak specifically to men, husbands, um, it could be. I don't know that it could be. It will be an amazing podcast because there is just some stubborn, prideful husbands out there who, if 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 they would just let their guard down. Their whole world would change. Yeah, and there and listen, and we get there's also women that are that way. We have men、oh, who reach、yeah. out, and、uh, it's reverse, and so、yeah. we totally hear that. But the last thing we say because we're man almost twenty five minutes、um, is just as people who you know are Christ followers, like there's a lot of responsibility on the men, right, to lead、mm -hmm. and to love and to. Um, and how we pursue our spouses, and it sets the stage. Wait, why is there so much responsibility well, on it, you? Is it, that how God set it up? How God set it up,、oh. and, like, and but it sets the stage, and we can set the stage for for our marriage. And you know, we wonder why our spouses won't do A, B, and C. We wonder why they won't open up to us sexually. Um, and when they say no, we get frustrated. But then they ask us to open up emotionally, and we say, Nah, I'm good. And so. Then you know that that's what's happening. So, anyways, we're gonna go on and on. So, listen,、um, we'll probably unpack this some more and more about making marriage great again.、Um, we appreciate each and every one of you. Hopefully, these、uh, part one and part two were helpful.、Uh, we thank you for just being a part, for partnering, for supporting.、Mm -hmm. uh, continue to do so.、Uh, continue to rate and review. If you haven't done it, come on, stop the car for a moment. Get on Apple,、uh, Spotify, like. Android rate and review、uh, this podcast. Send it out to others. Help us reach more couples. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to have an amazing week. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Twenty Four Seven Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support Twenty Four Seven Marriage, head on over to Two Four Seven Marriage dot org and click on Partner with Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to.